in no way affiliated with Disney Channel. All views stated in this podcast episode or any of the podcast episodes are mine. Thanks for listening. January. 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 January on Disney Channel is all new. All new. So what are you saying? All new. It's unbelievable, right? Yes. Now who's with us? <laughs> Bam. Look at me on TV. Well, color me impressed. Huh? DJ, hit it. I'm back. Hey everyone, it's Matthew from That's So Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. Let's podcast. Hello everyone, and welcome back to That's So Matthew. Today I'm here with... Abby. And we are going to talk about... High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah! Yay! Oh my god, I have so many thoughts to talk about. Me too. I have, like, all of these notes. It's gonna be a great time. I have no words. I love it. It's so great. Great show. It's on Disney Plus for those of you guys who do not have Disney Plus. I recommend getting it. It's a great investment. Yes. You'll, like, never regret it. Oh, no. God. Great show. So, um, I am Matthew. You guys know this. Um, this is my podcast. And this is my friend, Abby. And as she said, we're going to talk about High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, so I always start off my episodes with, like, a little bit of, like, a series overview so I'm going to do that. So the plot of this show, for those who are wondering, is a fictionalized version of East High School on um, in South Lake City, Utah, where High School Musical movies were filmed. A former background cast member, Miss Jen, decides to work as the new drama teacher. The teacher decides to stage a performance of High School Musical, the musical, for her first winter theater production to celebrate the school's affiliation with the original film. Wow, that was pretty good. I did not write that myself. I'm not that good. <laughs> I got it off of Wikipedia, a great source. <laughs> yeah, very trustworthy. Yeah, always go to Wikipedia for everything. Always. And then, so, on November 9th, 2017, it was announced that Disney was going to be developing a television series um, adaption of their high school musical film series. And in September 2018, the company announced that um, Disney are... Um, had ordered a 10-episode first season, and that the show was produced with help of Disney Channel. Um, and it is a mockumentary style, which basically means it's like making fun of documentaries in a way. If anyone knows kind of like what the, I'm getting with, like The Office is a good example of that. Because they have like little interviews um, in the show, which I think is cute. It's clever. It's funny. It's new. And then it features, uh, is the second Disney show, I believe, that features the LGBTQ plus community with Carlos and Seb both being part of that and Nini's moms. And also um, features the themes such as divorce. 
So Disney very is like this is kind of like Andy Mac. So if you guys are a good Andy Mac fan, this is a good show to watch. Um, and it began filming in February 2019 and concluded on June 30th, 2019. That was a lot of information. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to add to that? Um, well, I would like to add, it's a great show, and it's full of drama, and it's a lot of juicy gossip, but you guys will not regret watching it. You really won't. I was a little weary at first, because, like, I didn't really know what to expect, but, guys, it's so amazing. You guys are not going to regret it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm, um, then our next little category here is we're going to talk about the characters and talk about what we think about them, if we like them, if we don't like them. Are they good characters? Are they bad characters? Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so the main character is um, played by Olivia Rodrigo, who plays Nina, a.k.a. Nini, and is a junior at the high school. And she is cast as Gabriela Montez in the production of High School Musical. So I think Nini is a great character. Um, probably one of my favorites out of the series, if not my favorite. She has a great voice, despite that no one really knows that, because the only other show she was in was Bizarre Vark, and we don't talk about Bizarre Vark. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, no, it's just no. Yeah, um, but I think that it she did a really good job. Like I said, I was a little weary, because, like, the only thing you could see her on was Bizarre Vark, and... I wasn't a big fan, so I was like, she better be able to sing. I mean, if anything, just be able to sing. Her acting can be as bad as it wants to be, but she really, this show is definitely a step up for her, um, because, um, obviously, Bizarre Park. Um, but I think that she did a good job with what she was given, and she has a great voice. What about you? Yeah, exactly the same. Her voice is amazing. I, I'm, like, in love with it. I have her songs on repeat. Her character is just like amazing. I love every I love every little thing she does. She's one of my favorite characters, and I don't know, it's just, like something about her is so like realistic. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's that's mostly all. Yeah, I mean, um, it was also mentioned that she's never really been cast as a lead on purpose before, which is like a whole storyline in like the first couple episodes, how she was the understudy. So I think it was nice to see someone that does like doesn't always get what she wants, kind of like opposite of like Sharpay, you know. So yeah. I thought that that was a good little character. So then next we have Joshua Bassett, who plays um, Richard, a.k.a. Ricky, who is also a junior. Um, he plays guitar and he um, skateboards, and he was cast as Troy Bolton, although he was not interested in the musical until he found out that Nini was going to be doing the musical, which, if you guys didn't know, that's like a giant love like triangle in the whole show, which is, contributes to the drama. Um, before the podcast actually starts, I'm actually going to put a spoiler warning, because I already realized we're talking a lot about spoilers, so... Sorry about that. Um, hopefully you guys didn't make it that far. Um, but yeah, there is spoilers ahead. Um, but yeah, the whole love triangle with EJ and um, Ricky and Nini is a very interesting combination. And I think it really contributes to High School Musical because it also kind of plays in like different aspects from the movie into the show. What did you think about Ricky? Ricky 
he goes through tough times throughout the whole show, but eventually he finds himself and he is like, he doesn't stop for to get Nini's love and he, he does everything. And yeah, although he did not try, like wasn't interested in the musical, he still did it to prove to me his love um, for her. And although it took like the whole 10 episodes until they actually um, fell back in love or they admitted it, it's, it's really good. And he has a very like complex life at, at during this time. But mm-hmm. eventually he will get over it. And it's, I don't know, it's, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole, sh- and also one of the little sub storylines within the giant storyline was that Rookie's parents are getting a divorce, which um is never, it's always kind of like a touchy topic. So I'm glad that Disney touched on it because it overall built into like the last two episodes a lot. And I'm glad that they just kind of, they just didn't kind of throw it in there, but they did show different aspects of what a child might be feeling during that time. So great job, Disney, A+. plus. So yep. next we have Matt Cornett who plays EJ Caswell, who is a senior jock, who is also a theater kid, and he um, met Nini at a camp, and he is cast as Chad in the musical, but he understudies Troy. So if you guys were previously listening, we did mention that he adds to the very big love triangle of the entire season. Um, it's actually almost like a love, like, square, like, towards the, like, middle. But, like, in the end, it's more of, like, a love triangle. I think it was so... He's, um... Although a lot of people didn't like him, and they're like, ew, no. I mean, he's he's talented. He has a good voice. I mean, he's a real theater kid. I mean, how, like, I would be mad as a theater kid if someone, like, just came into, like, our group and just, like, decided to, like, get the lead role, and they'd never been in anything before. So I do side with him a little bit. But although um, Nini and Ricky are couple goals, just saying that. But um, I think he's um, he's a pretty good character. I can see where some people get annoyed with him, but I don't have any problems with him. What about you? Yeah, same here. I don't have any problems with him. He has an incredible voice. He has he has a very complicated um, little story too with mm-hmm. the love triangle. But eventually, it all gets solved out. He's amazing. His character, I, I love it. And yeah, although everyone hates him, I, it's, he's still a good character. And with everything he does, it all eventually works out. Yeah, I agree, 100%. So now, um, arguably, um, towards the middle of the show, there's kind of like a love square, if you will, with like four people. Um, But Sophia Wiley, who plays Gina Porter, um is a sophomore who is a transfer student and is a very big theater kid and very talented. And she is cast as Taylor McKessie and is the understudy for Gabriella. So um, she also kind of contributes to that, as I said, because I believe like, I feel like both boys were like kind of catching feelings for her for a little bit when they didn't know if they were going to be able to get Nini. But um, I think that everyone doesn't really like her. And I don't understand why. Because Gina, she's talented. She can dance. She can sing. And I really don't like when people just, like, judge people. Like, because they don't, like, the characters don't get what they want, you know. But I feel like I had nothing wrong with Gina. Gina was, like, one of my favorite characters through the entire series. What about you? Yeah, she's the best. Like, her dancing is perfect. Her singing is amazing. 
she is such a beautiful character and her character traits are just amazing. She's sassy and it's like, wow, how, like how? And when people hate on like the character she is, it's really like, it doesn't get mad, but it's just like, why would you like, don't say something like that if you haven't seen the show or like, just, just know, okay, but like, yeah, she's an amazing character. I, I love her. Yeah, she is one of my favorites, and this is another one I was a little weary on, because she was previously on Andy Mac, um, which I ha- I haven't really seen a lot of, but, like, it's another one where, like, hopefully they're, like, they're talented. I understand they're a Disney, like, star, but you never know, like, what you're going to get, and I think she delivered the character and the show very well. Yeah. All right, so then the next one is what I think probably my favorite character and that was big red who is played by larry stapperstein i believe who is ricky's best friend and turns out to be the stage manager for the production um but he has no knowledge about theater and he's also later shown in the finale that he is very good at tap dancing and is very good with learning about electronics big red is hilarious like from the beginning like when i was like trying to make predictions who they were gonna get cast as I actually thought he was going to be, like, playing Ryan or something for some reason. But Big Red, what a guy. He's hilarious. And his little love story um, that was in the plot with Ashlyn was so cute. And I was so glad the way that the, it ended in the finale. What about you? Yeah, I I love him. I've, ever since, like, the beginning, he was such a jokester. And he was so close to Ricky. And throughout everything, he was always next to Ricky's side. And I love the little love between him and Ashlyn. It's amazing. Um, his tap dancing shoes, um, skills, are just, I, they amazed me. I was, like, shocked. I didn't expect that from him. But, yeah, he's, I expected him not to be, like, probably to drop out of the musical early on. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's, that's amazing. I like him. All right, and then next up um, is Ashlyn, who we just previously talked about, who is actually EJ's cousin and is a very good songwriter, and she is cast as Miss Darbus. From the beginning, she was one of my favorite characters. I think she just had a nice personality that really stood out from, like, the other people, you know? She was, like, unique, and, like, obviously she's a songwriter. She wrote a really good song for the show. I believe it. Um, it's called Wondering that um, Nini sings a version of, like, if you go to like Spotify, they have like all these different versions of all the songs. I totally recommend going to check it out. But she's really talented um, when she did her performance in the finale. And she, once again, she's just like my favorite character. Um, those are like the threes, like Nini, Gina, Big Red, and Ash and Ashlyn. Those are like the top for me. Um, what did you think? She is a very great person. Her voice is amazing. I love every little detail about her. She's really good at playing the piano. And her the song Wondering, it, I, I love it. I listen to it on replay. It's the best. It really is. And she's, like, so nice throughout the entire um, series. Like, she has, um, she has the cast over for a Thanksgiving party in one of the episodes and at the end i believe she invited everyone over for like a cast party which was so nice and she just seems like such a nice personality and i really like that about her yeah she's really kind and she also like helped ej realize things and although ej obviously being ej didn't really comprehend and listen to her 
um, she tried her best to make things work out. But yeah, she's she's great. Yeah, and then next we have Frankie Rodriguez, who plays Carlos Rodriguez, which is I a little ironic there. And he's the choreographer of the production and is Miss Jen's like partner in crime, if you will. He is he's so like to me. He's just like I love his energy. And he's always, like, so obedient to Miss Jen. And they just, like, work side by side throughout the whole thing. And to me, that's, like, super funny because I'm kind of, like, a teacher's pet. So that's it kind of reminded me of myself. And I love to choreograph dances when I do do stuff. What about you? Yeah, he's funny. I love every, every little, every time I saw him on the show and every different episode, there was always something new with Carlos. Like, he was always with his, with the theater teacher. And he's a great choreographer, and he is such a great character. He is definitely a teacher's pet. He really is. And I um also just, like, admire when he, like, stepped in as Chad for, like, two seconds in the finale. To me, that was just hilarious because it was, like, opposite of him. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I love it. Great. And then now this character is probably my least favorite character in the entire show, and that is Mr. Mazzara, who is played by Mark something, Saint, Saint something. I am very po- uh, sorry that I do not want to say that. And he is the STEM teacher who is very against the theater program and Miss Jen. And through the entire thing is trying to expose her, which, shame on you. Um, but yeah, I don't really like him. There's not much more to say. Um, I'm sure you kind of agree along the same lines. <laughs> yes. He's so serious. That's the only actual thing I don't like about him. Yeah, and also I feel like they tried to like make a romance between him and Miss Jen work, and it just doesn't work in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Especially like the way he treated like the theater kids and her through the entire like first season. I just didn't like that. Um. So then the last one is Miss Jen, who is played by Kate Rendiers, and I love her so much. I love. I've always loved the actress. Um, I've, I've been following her for a little bit and she is the drama teacher and she first in, who appeared in the high school musical film as a background dancer and now is here to direct the school's production. I love her energy through the entire thing and she tries to keep her cool even though like it's there isn't like any cool left in her like with all the stuff that's going on but through the entire um, series she's just there to help the kids and I really admire that about her. What about yeah, you? Yeah, her energy is amazing. She keeps everything positive around the whole theater crew. I love her. And she does fall into some, like, sad moments during the episode mm-hmm. the season. But, yeah, she de- she definitely is, like, the best. Yeah, um, one of my favorite characters in the entire... I have so many favorites, guys. There's, like, nothing to not like about this show. Um, and then I don't really think there's anyone else. Those are all the main characters. Um, but I guess that's about it. Um, oh, um, you need best friend. Oh, yeah. Did I skip her? Uh, I yeah. did. Um, so Courtney is Mimi's best friend, and she is a self-proclaimed feminist according to wikipedia and she is the costume designer for the musical i love her honestly she's so talented she has a great voice but they didn't really in my opinion showcase it that much throughout the entire show but if you do want to hear her sing go to the spotify um like album for this um show and she sings a lot of different songs on there so if you guys want to hear more of her 
that is where to go because I was listening to that to get ready for this podcast episode today. Um, what about you? I love her voice. She has an incredible big voice. She helped me find her um, her light throughout the whole season. And she is a really good friend to Mimi. She's such a great friend to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I don't have anything bad to say about her. Yeah, same here. She was one of that was like one character that I think they could have shown a little bit more and I hope they do a lot more with her in season two. Yeah. The one more character I'm gonna talk about because he's kind of a lead, um, is Seb, who is played by Joe Seferini, maybe Seferani, um, who is um who is cast in the role of Sharpay Evans. And to me, I was a little shocked there of uh, with that casting decision in like a couple different ways. I mean, no hate against him. I just don't think I think that there could have he was he's very talented. I just feel like there could have been a better casting decision for that. But I understand that Disney was trying to be like groundbreaking and like show like diversity in their show. Cause I mean, this is 2019, 2020. So I don't know. What did you think? I think he played the part very well. He was, he let him himself shine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really thought, I also agree with you about like someone else could have played it. But yeah, she did play the part great and very diversely and openly. Yeah, I agree. Like, honestly, like if I couldn't see him doing it, I could either see like um, Nini's best friend doing it or um, Gina could be a pretty good one, I think. Because she's quite the drama queen throughout the series in the, in a in a very good way. Like nothing wrong for her. Um. All right. Now... That's for that category. Now we're going to kind of like talk about some of the episodes. So a little overview. There's only 10 episodes of the show, but they did a lot in these 10 episodes. Like, wow. Um, They did, they started from like the very beginning of the process with hiring Miss Jen and the announcement of the musical to like the end of the musical. And at the end, there is a little bit of a plot twist there. Um, But do you like have a specific favorite episode? Hmm, I think it's episode four. Um, blocking without yes. you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have I have all my information. I made notes. I am starting to try to be organized with the podcast. So maybe if you guys can tell the difference, send me a message on Instagram because I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, but my favorite episode is probably I really like the Thanksgiving episode a lot. It's either that or the finale are probably, like, the top two for me. I didn't like episode nine because they played with my feelings a little bit too much (laughs) with Ricky because a little bit of a spoiler alert. um, You guys do know that Ricky's parents are getting a divorce, but um, then the mom's new boyfriend comes up and to the show, and that, like, causes Ricky to kind of go into this different mental state than what he should probably be in. And so, yeah, I was kind of sad about that. I really think, but you, obviously they did need a plot twist. It's like the episode before the finale. I was kind of like something that will ensure that they tune in for the finale. And I think that was just the right move to go. I mean, they really, they kind of like, they couldn't, I don't know. I feel like they 
did it in a way that's well, and they didn't, like, play it off in the next episode, because that entire next episode was, like, him getting back in, and then eventually, if you, um, a lot of fans kind of figured it out from some of the music that they released, that EJ does the first half of Breaking Free, and then all of a sudden, Ricky is brought into it, and he sings it, which I thought was super cute in the episode, the way they did it was so great. What about you? What did you think of, like, when Ricky, like, came back into the show? When Ricky came back into the show, I was like, yes, that was meant to be. When EJ told Mimi in the middle of the song Breaking Free, um, I'm not the Troy that you want. And then she, like, walked out. I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? <laughs> but, but, yeah, I just, it, it was amazing. When she walked in, I was like, yes. But I was, like, smiling. I'm bawling my eyes out. Yeah, I was, I was a little, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was not prepared. Well, I mean, I kind of figured that was what's going to happen. But, like, I didn't expect it to, like, happen the way it did. And the way that Nini did it was so, so cute. So cute. Um, I mean, some of the other episodes, like, some very important things that happened throughout the episodes that we haven't really talked about that we should, pro- we could probably talk about. Um, let's see, um, Gina, who plays Taylor, um, does, like, have, like, a little quick stint away, um, and they weren't sure if she was gonna come back, so Nini's best friend, um, Courtney steps in, and, um, she did a great job for the hot second that she was in the show, and I thought it was kind of funny, because I think we've all really been there, or I have been there, but... (laughs) Um, what did you think of, like, Gina, like, the whole storyline with that? So, when I found out Gina was going to be leaving, I felt bad for both Ricky and the crew because Ricky, he, I think at this point, he knew that he wasn't going to have a chance with Nini. Um, and, like, I saw the little, a little spark, but it was also, like, heartbreaking and like frustrating well not frustrating but I was like at a loss of words because I was like wow um, Gina's really leaving the crew needs her like what's gonna happen but yeah when she came back I was like yeah she deserves this yeah I was kind of like hoping that okay I thought like with Gina like they showed like a little bit of a click with EJ with her and a little bit with Ricky so I think they were kind of like trying to build up to like a greater like relationship but i'm kind of glad that they didn't go that far because we didn't want to play with nini's heart that much you know (laughs) poor nini um but yeah i think that was a probably one of the biggest parts of the series as well as the divorce which you've pretty much already talked about um i'm trying to think of what else oh then one of my i think one of my least favorite like overall storylines was it happens between um episode seven and eight i believe is when the theater sets on fire um, due to the robotics teacher and Miss Jen, like something, I don't know, something or another, I don't know what specifically led to the fire, but it made me really, I, okay, I was like, really, where are they going to go with this? And then in episode eight, they went to this new theater. And the worst part about it is like, they had such a nice theater and they're like, okay, we're just going to give it up and do it in our gym. I think that was like just a waste of an episode for me in that one. I don't know about you, what you thought of, like, that whole little, like, fire storyline, but it was not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, out of, I think by the endings of episode eight, I believe it was, mm-hmm. when um, the original Ryan from the original High School Musical mm-hmm. um, came out and started singing, 
um, with the teacher. I was like, what? <laughs> I was so shook. I was everywhere. The whole story was everywhere. But yeah, I, I was a little mad that they gave up the very nice theater just to go back to the school and, and do the whole performance at the school gym. Yeah, which also, like, parts of, like, the thing, like, the show that they included that don't make sense if you're doing it in a gym, like, the whole scene with, like, Ricky on the harness, like, you can't really do that in a gym, just saying, like, fact check, um, but, um, I think that they handled it quite well, and I kind of hope that, um, we're in in a minute, we're going to kind of talk about what we kind of are expecting for season two, but I feel like, if anything, if this is like a segment that I've been trying to get going on the podcast for a while, but we're going to do it now. If we could get rid of an episode, what would it be? That's what it's called. So for me, I would probably say episode eight, even though it has Lucas Gravel who played Ryan Evans in the original high school musical. I feel like that that whole episode is kind of just pointless. And if like I didn't watch it, I would have been perfectly fine. And the story would have still have made sense, I guess. What about you? Oof, I, well, that would be very, that's a really hard thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No one ever knows what to say, so we, I've never actually done it before, but I feel like today we could, might, we might be able to do it. Yeah, I probably would say, although it was my, like, one of my favorite ones, probably episode four, because, like, Ashley gets caught in the middle of Mimi and EJ. Yeah, and I, I would like, say that's what? probably my and second choice. Like, Sorry. Oh, I I just said that that was probably my second choice. Oh, yeah. And, like, that just creates a whole bunch of drama, and it's like a whole tornado of emotions right there. But, yeah, that's probably going to be, like, one of the episodes. I'll give it a no. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's another sub-storyline that I wanted to talk about real quick, is, like, the whole EJ, like, going crazy for NeNe storyline. I wasn't a big fan of, like, when he took her phone and, like, did all that stuff for Ricky like poor Ricky Ricky had enough going on throughout the entire season and then EJ just like EJ what oh I don't know I wasn't a big fan of that whole storyline and it also like made things so awkward for like the entire party I mean oh poor ever I mean Ashlyn got stuck in that like that poor her I mean, I think you kind of agree, like, on the same lines. Like, that story, and I was cringing the whole time for that whole episode. Like, that was one of the ones I was like, oh, really? Yeah. I, 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 but he did write an interesting song. I believe it's called A Billion Sorries that you can, it's on Spotify. And I think it's just hilarious because, like, the entire thing, he's just basically saying sorry because he can't find a word that rhymes with sorry. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But I think that um, overall... Like, all the storylines did add up to, like, a greater picture. And overall, I'm really glad with, like, the the first 10 episodes that we did get to see. Um, So now I guess we can kind of talk about what we're looking forward to in Season 2, what we think they're going to do in Season 2, I guess, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Okay, so um, I kind of have some notes um, written down here. Um, So it, Season 2 was announced in October 2019 before the series even first premiered. And it is said that season two will consist of 12 episodes, not 10. That is two more episodes, which is gay. Um, And (laughs) um, Seb, who is played by Joe, who played Sharpay, is going to be a series regular for season two, which means he'll be in every single episode. 
And the director has mentioned that they will not be doing anything about High School Musical 2, but it will be its very own storyline. And in parentheses, the start of something new. Ha ha ha, pun intended. Um, And now I guess you can kind of just like talk about like some of the things that I know are probably going to lead into season two just from the finale. Number one, big, this is like a big moment, is Nini um, and the Fine Arts School. Um... For anyone who um, doesn't really know or hasn't watched it, you, which you should definitely watch it, but um, Nini's best friend, Courtney, calls in this lady from the fine arts school to watch the performance, and um, hopefully Nini will get into the school. But um, spoiler alert, she does get into the school, um, and that um, was like the last couple seconds of the episode, and to me... I think what's going to probably happen, and that's going to probably be one of, like, the bigger pictures of season two, is, like, her going to the art school and doesn't know, like, it does she want to leave Ricky? Is she not going to leave Ricky? It, does she going to leave her family? I think that's probably going to be a, probably a bigger part of season two. I'm pretty sure you kind of are, like, on the same page because that they made it a huge deal in the finale. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel like um, if Nini does end up going to the fine art fine arts school in season two, she will um, she will like be lost. She wouldn't be able to find herself, or maybe she will. Who knows? And she's probably gonna decide whether or not she wants to stay or leave and spend her um, junior the rest of her year and of, of high school in East High. Yeah, I, 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 I'm definitely there with you on that one. And um, I loved the ending, like one of the last parts before the finale scene or the little credit scene with Big Red and Ashlyn um, with the stage manager. She, um, she said this like eight times throughout the entire series. And every time she does it, I just laugh. She goes, buckle up, Wildcats. It's going to be a wild ride. And to me, that was just funny because, like, it's true. I'm sure season two is definitely going to be quite the interesting, like, show. I mean, they have 12 episodes to fill. They have a new series regular. And the director has already said that they've already started work for season two. And they're expected to begin filming, like, next month. So, I that's I mean, that's super exciting. So, I'm, I'm hoping that it, I'm sure it'll come out sometime in 2020. Like, maybe, like, around the same time this first season did. But, yeah. Another thing that I'm kind of thinking they're going to do in season two is maybe they're going to do a spring musical. Now, what are they going to do for the spring musical? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm sure. But Disney owns so much now. I'm sure that they could, like, use something that they own and just be like, oh, let's make money off of this. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what do you, is there anything else that you think they'll probably focus on in season two? Hmm, I really don't know, other than... Probably the divorce, the divorce, somewhere. Yeah. I mean, what um, I'm sure there might be something else about Gina leaving, because, like, they kind of made a little, like, thing about that in the end, where Ashton's like, oh, you could stay at my house. So I'm kind of interested to see where that takes them. Because I like Gina, and I hope that she does stay. I, I mean, yeah. she's a great character. I mean, why wouldn't I want her to see that? Okay, so that's about it for season two, I believe, if that's all you have to say. 
Now we just have a few more things before we wrap up. And one of them is on my Instagram. I put up a little thing on my That's So Matthew Instagram, which you guys should all go follow because you guys can get exclusive content there. I asked if they had any comments or concerns about the show. And I got, I did get one thing, only one, unfortunately. And it's from my good friend, Abby, surprisingly, also an Abby. And she basically just said, Joshua Bassett is the hottest person ever. (laughs) (laughs) And I was laughing and she said that I better be sure to include that in the episode. So I'm sure, Abby, if you're listening, there you go. Yes, I did include it in the episode. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of other people agree with you. (laughs) Yes, trust me, I agree with her. (laughs) Well, the Abbeys agree, so that is, like, good. Um, That was, like, the only viewer comment. But I did, my sister just sent me an article while we were recording the episode. She knew I was doing this episode. And I think we should take a look at it because it is about the show. So maybe there's something in there that we can talk about. So the article is from I believe it's the LA Tribune if it's ever gonna load um hello um okay so basically it says um that it's it's like a little behind the scenes thing with the um director and he basically said that in the original script for the finale it was five words I don't not love you which was basically like a callback to the song from the first episode but um ricky thought or not ricky i would say um joshua thought that it was um like cheesy so he decided that he was going to make up um like an improv scene for the finale to say that i love you and basically um just tell her that you love her and if it means you improvise something on the page i just want to see ricky put it all on the line So basically, this article is saying that that finale scene that everyone knows and loves was all improvised, and that makes it even better, because I I think a lot of people were crying during that scene, where Ricky finally, like, tells Nini that he loves her, and I think they're, like, officially together, not officially, but according to this article, that was, like, all not planned, and to me, that makes it 100% better. I don't know about you, but that makes it hilarious for me. And he, um, basically, all of those things that he said, like, throwing up on her shoes actually happened to them in real life. So oh, that, my God. That's so... That, that makes everything so much better. It does, because apparently um, Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett have been friends for years now. And so they actually did go to Six Flags, and he did throw up on her shoes. So that, so cute. And basically, um, Olivia Rodrigo had no idea what was going on. And that just makes all the emotions just so much more raw. Like, she didn't know what was going to happen. So Matt made it like Nini didn't know what was going to happen. And to me, that just was so amazingly done. And you can like even tell, if you go back and watch the clip, her face is, like, so confused. But she goes along with it so well. And then they kiss. Great ending, Disney. Great job. I do have to say that. Yes, I'm very proud. All right, so that's like um that little thing right there, and then um, then the last um like two little things I have here is songs. We haven't really talked. We've talked a little bit about the songs, but um, what is your all time favorite song from the show? Whoa. 
Do you have like a favorite song? Oh, a favorite song? It would have to be Wondering and um which are, oh, oh my god, I just lost it. Hold up, let me let me look let me look for it. But it's definitely Wondering and Um where is it? Oh, God, I can't find it. <laughs> I take, can't find it. Oh, take your time, I guess. So, um, my favorite two songs is Wondering and the song Truth, Justice, and Songs in Our Key. I think that's the name of it. From when they are trying to save Miss Jen, which is one of the episodes. I don't know which one it is. I think it's, like, what team is the episode that they it is in. One of my favorite episodes Love them all, honestly. That was pro those are probably my two favorites. Wondering is such a good song, guys. It's on repeat for me. Yes. Wondering and All I Want. Those are my favorite, too. Oh, yeah. Those are those are both very good ones. Um, And we already talked about this nice little category here. Is that Lucas Grabel, who was in the original, was also um in the series. He made a little appearance um in the uh, eighth episode. Um, and he sings a song, so that was pretty nice. Um, I enjoyed yeah. that part. What about you? I was shocked. I, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't sure what was going on. I like, I, I like this little, um, feature. Yeah, I did too. Um, and then the next, there's only, I believe, one other little appearance from a cast member, and that was in the same episode that they sang that Just, um, Justice songs in our key song. And that, um, I believe, is episode um, six, which is what team, um, which is Casey Stroh, who played Martha Cox. And I very much enjoyed that. Um, little, She's like, um, where can I buy my tickets? And just for like me, like who is a big fan of the original movie, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, and basically, this last little thing... Um, when before I heard this, um, when I heard that they were making the show, I was a little worried that like maybe it won't be good. Yeah. Um, but and like they're like they're just trying to make more money off of it, and I didn't know what to expect. So that's what I thought before I watched it. But my mind has definitely been changed, and it's probably one of my favorite shows that I've watched in a very long time from Disney. Um, what about you? I loved it. I've. <laughs> Although at the beginning, at first I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh God, I was so worried. I was like, this is going to be, it's not going to be very good. Everyone's going to be talking bad about it. And by like the third, second episode, I was so into it and I fell in love with the show. Yeah, me too. It's, it's definitely one to watch. So again, I think we said like 18,000 times already. Get Disney Plus, watch the show. The episodes aren't that long. You probably could binge watch it in a couple hours if you really tried. Just do it. Like, there's there's nothing holding you back except for the subscription, of, um, so, uh, obviously. But just do it, guys. It's such a great show. You guys are and you guys are missing out on a lot of stuff. And the songs are so good. You guys can um catch them all on Spotify. And it is, I believe, like the number one album on iTunes right now. So yay for them! Congratulations. Um, but I think it's about time that we wrap this up. So I want to thank you so much, Abby, for being on the podcast. 
Thank you for having me. And I'm so glad that everyone is listening. I hope you guys do check out High School Musical, the musical, the series. And obviously, just tell me what you guys think. Do not be afraid to reach out to me on Instagram at That's So Matthew. Um, And send me an email at That's So Matthew Podcast at gmail.com. That's a good one. And basically, that's about it. Abby, any closing words? Yeah, buckle up, Wildcats. Season two is about to get real, real good. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that. I okay. That's like a great ending. Once again, thank you so much, Abby. Thank you guys for listening. Have an amazing day, and I hope that you guys you check out the show. All right, thank you so much, Abby. Thank you guys for listening. Bye bye. That's a wrap on this week's episode of That's So Matthew. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Make sure to tune in to my, some of my other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, or Anchor. Once again, thank you guys so, so much. Have an amazing day.